Welcome to Anything Bar Routine presented by Just For Kicks. This podcast covers everything and anything dance. Stay up to date with the podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Dance season can get crazy. This podcast talks about how to keep your sanity during the dance season. Enjoy. This morning, what we're going to talk about together is balancing your life and trying to do it all and be superwoman and handle it. So, and I'm going to reach out to some of you vets that are 10 years plus that if you have a comment to add in this discussion on how you do it all, how you manage your busy life, you can share with me. So I just want to share that it's, it's as I get older and I look back at the things I felt guilty about. I think women have more guilt than um, men, for sure, over our children, leaving them and not being there always. And sometimes because we love what we do so much and it feels like a hobby, we feel guilty that we're going to do it. But it's a job, you know? And so I think we have to remember it's a job. And when we, when we leave at night and our husbands take over, you know, one of the things I want to just empower you to think about is let, going of, let go of the guilt. Because husbands don't feel guilty when they go to work. And some of you aren't even married, so I, I don't mean to, I'm talking about my life, I guess. But I always say, pack your bag, we're going on a guilt trip when we need to quit traveling so much. And I used to feel so guilty when I would go to camp. And I hauled my kids with me a lot. And when I was talking to my boys one day and I said, what was your favorite vacation when you were little? Jared was like, Iowa camp, (laughs) not Disney World, not Turks and Caicos, (laughs) Iowa camp, Storm Lake. You know, he loved Storm Lake camp because he got to go in the cafeteria and hold the tray. He got to, he got to, um, you know, little boys, all the food you can eat every day, three times a day with the tray. And then rollerblading through the small streets you know so the stuff we feel guilty about you got to let go of it and remember it's your career my mom worked a lot of three to elevens and she worked a lot of eleven to sevens because she was in medical the medical field and like she was a behavior analyst actually but she worked with um special kids and i didn't think a thing of it it was my life those days i was with my dad and i think you know, I have so many happy memories of being with my dad, and I know my kids do too. So whatever your case is, whether your kids are with your mom and you're a single person or whether you have no kids, you probably don't have the guilt. So this, how many people have no kids and no guilt? I'm just curious. Okay. They still have guilt, but no, what is your guilt over? Oh, your dog. Hey, I have dog guilt. Isn't dog guilt a real thing? Yeah. Um, you have parent guilt sometimes. So, so the, the thing that I just want to really share is don't apologize for earning a living. It's your job, so treat it like one. And you need to try to find balance. And I know um, last night Joel was saying I'm on my computer all the time, and, and it makes it seem like I have no balance. But I will say I'm the first person to stop what I'm doing to be with my grandkids, or you know, if they need me, and Kato waves. I do, don't I, Kato? 
yep. And like when they stayed with me, I played Yahtzee every night. Um, and you take time to do that stuff. You're not gonna get that time back. But you do have to have a balance and, and find a way to try to do it all. So um, how do I do it all? Caffeine, and I'm kidding, but not really. Um, it's easy to be overwhelmed if you allow it to because it's always hanging over you. So some things that I feel will help, and Julie's actually the one that really proposes this a lot when she used to be an at-home director, is to schedule that time when you're gonna get your work done so that it's not always hanging over you all the time. So maybe get a babysitter to come in if you have kids or do something so you can have some structured time and knock it out and get it done and have it quit hanging over you all the time. Um, sometimes that focus time is a lot better than getting, you know, having it hanging over you all the time. I made my kids and their friends collate papers for the Outback Bowl. They'd be walking around the table. This is back before email, and everything had to be mailed out. They were like, helping me. You gotta get those kids work. Child labor. It's all about child labor. <laughs> so make your kids learn to pack. Make your kids learn to keep their own dance bags. I did everything with bags for my kids. Allie had her ballet bag. She had her just her kicks bag. She had her, because she went to Stroya. She had her um, school bag and her swimming bag. And she knew she had to put stuff back in that bag. That wasn't my job. That was her job, as little as like seven. And then that way, you're gonna save yourself a lot of stress. And guess what they learn? Responsibility. So get ahead. I really feel getting ahead is so important. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday with new directors, but I want you to think about your year. And the thing I told them is like the day before this event, while these guys were scurrying like crazy women because they had to because they were running this event, I was working ahead onto camp and stuff I'm doing in August. Because you have to be ahead of the game when you're running your program. You have to think ahead so that you're not like show week, I kind of laugh when directors go, I can't call you this week, it's show week. I'm like, oh my gosh. Why did you have all that stuff done three weeks ago? You know, think of, why do you do that to yourself? Why do we do that? You know what, you're gonna go get this. You know you're gonna go get that. Go get it and keep it in a place. And when we have a show the next day, we go from event to event to event. Stage your stuff so you know where it's at in a bin so that you're not going, oh, you know, have a packing list put it on your door, and pack early for all your stuff. I feel that that's the big key. Like if I know I'm going um, like on the fam trip, for instance, I would have, oh, I know I'm gonna want sunglasses, I know I'm gonna want sunscreen. This is just an example. Have staging areas so that you're not the night before going, oh my gosh, I gotta find all this stuff. It will really you know, make less stress for you if you do that, so get ahead. Um, then you're gonna coast into events. I think the same thing with routines and stuff. How many people wish they had another two weeks every time you're going to an event? So take your calendar and back it up so you know, okay, the comp first competition is here, I wanna have my routine done here. That will make your life a lot easier. Um, you can say no to things. So when you get asked to do a million things, you can say no. Empower yourself to say no. There's a difference between I could do that and I will do that. You know, and um, I'll use an example on Saturday, the day before this, the night you guys, some of you came in, I had two grad parties I was supposed to go to, and they were important ones. One was my assistant coach, Terry Ebinger's son, which I should have gone to it, and one was Jane from our office. She's worked there 20 years. One was her granddaughter, and I didn't go, because I just realized 
I gotta rest today. You know, I just got home from New York. I'm tired. I'm not superwoman. I'm getting older. You know, and so to be at my best for this, I, I skipped those. Did I have guilt? Yes, you know, but you gotta let go of it a little. And you can't do everything. You can't be everywhere. So we want to invite you to the Outback Bowl Performance Tour. Dancers and coaches have trusted Just for Kicks for 30 years with providing memorable, educational, and imaginative bowl performance opportunities for all skill levels. Join us for a performance experience that powerfully touches dancer and audience alike. Dancers perform in both pregame and halftime shows. Every year, hundreds of dancers from across the United States showcase their love of performing in front of over 60,000 Outback Bowl fans. Along with performing, you'll get to go to Clearwater Beach, Bush Gardens, the Starlight Dinner Cruise, Universal Studio, and Disney World. For more information, go to justforkicks.com slash Outback Bowl. Get a free trip to Florida on August 6th to 9th, 2020. The Just for Kicks familiarization trip is an opportunity for coaches and studio owners to travel to Tampa, Florida, where they will meet with Executive Director of Just for Kicks, Cindy Clow. The trip gives coaches and studio owners a first-hand experience that educates and informs on the total performance tour in December. Everything from the hotel, practice site, Raymond James Stadium, Bush Gardens, Clearwater Beach, and more. You'll walk away understanding why Just for Kicks has been successful in providing bowl games tours for 30 years. Email cindy at justforkicks.com for assistance or questions. Now, back to the podcast. Getting organized, think about the stuff that you lose and look for and spend so much time doing. So think about ways at home when your office is in your home to have stuff by your phone, stuff by, you know, how your kids should answer the phone, how your significant other should how they want, want to handle phone calls. You know, I remember when our office was in our home, one of my first big calls was, I went out for a walk and my nephew Josh answered the phone and he said, somebody called in and they're gonna go to the Spokane camp and there's 42 kids on their team. And I was like, 42 kids on a team going to camp? Cause we had never, that camp hadn't gone, you know? And I was like, oh, I hope he said everything right. You know, duh, he was like 10, you know? So, <laughs> you. You need to have a plan. You know, I've figured some of these things out the hard way. So the other big thing is tackle your toughest things first in the morning. So what do most people do in the morning? They get an email. And then you're giving your day to someone else. So have your stuff written down that you have to get done that day. And don't even look at your email until you get your things done that you need to do. And then go into your email. And on some things, I think, lower your standards. And, and I, I normally wouldn't say that, but on certain things, it doesn't have to be color-coded, typed, and alphabetized, and you know, some things it does, but pick your battles of what has to be so perfect, and really don't confuse activity with accomplishment, because some people just look busy, and they're really not getting anything done. You know, you, like right now, I started my files for next year so that anything I use for 2000, I don't even know what year it is, 2019, 20, I'm always working ahead so far, I have to sit there and go, what year am I on? Actually on, okay. But like anything you're using, like for instance, I have Brainerd Studio, so then I have schedules, you know, newsletters, registration info, I have that all inside of one file so that you can look for it and find it at a glance. And, you know, everybody find out what your weakness is. For some of you, it will be organization. And usually creative people, that's their hard thing. So you might have to work harder than that. that. One thing that I think is really important to think about is getting a crew that is your backup. Like, let's talk shows. If you have the same person every year at the show and 
you have a list of what they do, it will make it way easier. Your, our worst day ever, Amanda and I running something together, was Bismarck Youth Camp one year when we had all rookie staff, I don't know how it happened, it was just how it got scheduled, without someone thinking, and we pulled our hair out because they didn't get it. They were high school staff. They didn't realize you gotta get the little kids tray, you gotta open their milk. You got, you're not on break at lunch. You are not on break at camp at lunch. So anyway, having the vet staff that next year they come back and they just know what to do. Bowl game, we try to keep the same staff as much as we can because then you're on autopilot. When you're running an event with 1,400 people, you don't have time to go, okay, you're gonna go to the bus and unload the da da da. Another thing I've started doing is voice memos to staff and save them in your computer. You take your phone and go to voice memo. You know how we do the routines for you guys? I do the same thing sometimes for staff. Like we had a parent, like we had parents running our holiday show from our high school team. So I just said, hey everybody, I want to make sure we're on the same page for the for the show. So here's what we want to do. Remember customer service. Remember to guard your door. Remember to do this. And that way I didn't have to have a meeting with all these busy people and they got to hear what I was saying and it's easier. Voice memos will help you a lot. We do that at the bowl game where our staff gets a voice memo ahead of time and we kind of go over it day by day. So that like day one, day two, they'll know what to do because it's a lot. So we do that with camp staff too. We give them a voice memo. So maybe do that with your staff when you're busy. We actually were talking with uh, big programs yesterday about how do you get meetings in and we never even thought of that. That might be a good way to just people listen better than they read. So even with your parents, if you had an upcoming show, use technology. Send them a voice moment and say, hey parents, I wanna have a great experience at this show. So here's what I wanna tell you, just read your newsletter. Then, <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean to say to the parents, I meant you just read it on the thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey, I have an idea, read your newsletter. No, that's not what I meant. I meant they won't read it, so if you read it to them, you read it to them, that's what I meant. All right, oh, that came out wrong. Um, I was meaning that if you read it for them, they might actually read it, you know, they don't. But I'm the same way on this dance, I'm on a couple different dance coaches sites, or this dance teacher site, I swear to God, all the people do on that site, all the studio owners, but what they spend most of their time on there doing is complaining about parents. And I just want to go, excuse me, they're your clients. You should treat them nice, even if they're morons, you know, because that's our job, you know. And, I, and sometimes you got to look at it from a different perspective. Somebody might have seven kids in, you know, all these different activities, and your one activity isn't their, you know, to you it's everything. To them it's like something else, you know. So. I remember with my kids, there'd be stuff I wouldn't see. Like I got on a Monday morning once, I was unpacking my kid's backpack and it said, your son was stung by a bee on the playground today. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, that was Friday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you better check him out. I'm like, I never did. So you don't, I didn't know. I didn't read it until Monday, you know. So by the way, he was allergic to bees. So it, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a big deal. But anyway. Um, <laughs> You don't always read everything so or see everything. Life gets in the way. So um, the other thing is at home, try to, let's just talk about at home keeping your life together. So University of Tennessee basketball coach, Pat Summit, who recently passed away, um, her, her thing in her big coaching book strategy for a big college 
basketball team was a load of laundry every day in the morning and one at night to keep yourself up. And I had to laugh that that was in, you know, and it's true. So keeping up with your laundry is cru crucial. Terry Lilly, who is everyone, a lot of people know Terry Lilly. He's hilarious. He goes, I do a load of laundry every morning and every night. And he goes, and it's just me. But I just throw everything in together and I don't care if it, if it bleeds onto the other one because I just buy new ones then. You know, so... <laughs> Anyway, I go, how do you have a load of laundry with one person? And he goes, oh, I just do everything together, my towels, my clothes, yeah. So anyway, um, but keeping up at home, and you have, but you have strategies for that, how you make it balance. I can throw a few more out, Instapot, Crock-Pots. If you have not tried the Instapot, oh my gosh, it is so fast. It's great. It's like the pressure cooker that will cook stuff in like nine minutes and you have dinner. And don't think going out to dinner or going through a drive-thru is quicker than eating at home. It's not because you're staying there. Um, online grocery shopping, hello, it's the greatest thing ever. How many people do online grocery shopping? Anybody? Oh, wow, that's cool. And... Um, the other things at home is if you, if you are at a point, Amanda and I just had this discussion the other day, that if you are at the point where you can get a cleaning lady, and I know that might sound like a luxury, to me it's not a luxury, it's a necessity, because I would go nuts otherwise. But I would rather spend my time recruiting, like let's say she's there for three hours, and I took those three hours and heavily recruited kids for my program, I would cover that easily, right? Technology makes your life so much easier than it used to be, but it also makes it harder because people think you need to answer in five seconds. They think you, well, why didn't she text me back? Why didn't she answer me? Why didn't she do my email? I've had people that have text, emailed, and Facebook messaged about the same thing. You know, and you're like, okay, I'll get back to you, calm down, you know. But so you may have to set parameters when it's okay to to answer you. I think high school coaches go through this a lot. A lot of them won't give out their personal phone numbers because they go, you know, I want it to go through my email or whatever. So I love empowering your students to be responsible. That's great. That's really great. And, and going over the stuff at class. And that's really brilliant to have them take a picture of it. This is what, that's a good idea. And remind, is a great, let's talk about the different apps you can use for your classes. Remind is great because they can't respond. Um, band, it, we switched over to band with our high school team because we can put the calendar in there. And what else is the advantage of that? You can put the music in oh yeah, you can put your music videos in band. Like you can, if you have all your class in band and you have it separated by classes, you could film that day and while you're sitting there, upload it to the kids and then you don't have to go through the whole Facebook thing. Using music in your car to practice on the way there, but keep your eyes on the road, people. The other thing would be Sunday night food prep for the whole week. And, you know, I don't know. You guys, and I do that with, um, I do that with classes too. Like, I was actually just thinking the other day, I need to get all my workouts for the kids into like, uh, you know, 10 in a row so that you do 10 workouts varied so you shake it up and then go back to number one and it's going to vary it for the kids what you do every week thanks for tuning in to the anything but routine podcast be sure to subscribe and if you enjoyed this podcast give us a five-star rating for more anything but routine content go to justforkicks.com slash anything but routine we also wanted to wish you happy holidays from our dance family to yours